0: We've talked the
1: whole night through, good morning,
0: good morning to you, good morning, good morning, it's great to stay up late, good morning, good morning morning. morning to you.
2: This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards.
3: Hello everybody, Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News, of WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday, WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus Adviston on The Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Kemp. Thanks for watching this week's
4: NC Spin.
0: Now, here is King Kaiser. hello. Well, that's. This is Art Devine.
4: This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York.
2: The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam Views the
3: News. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. George Cooley, Sam Beard, and Jim Reed, and Carl Gertz. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners.
0: This is Harry Presti, WPTF, in Raleigh, North
3: Carolina. Wayne Ed is standing by now with a check of the latest news.
5: WPTF
3: News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellen. This is Jimmy Cappers. For the Nocturne, we send as... Our best. This is Bill Hope.
0: This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott of the Oregon and a program of Familiar Carol. Good morning, this is Phil
2: Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF.
4: I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. Good evening, I'm David Sherrill. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington.
2: Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston,
4: that was a great introduction. Hey everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF.
0: Hello, I'm your friend, Boyd Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back
2: to the Bob Butler Show, and this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors. What it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Raley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the
1: anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener program.
0: This is Donna Mason on 680
1: WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Mall. Good morning to you. I'm Tom
4: Kearney here. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy everybody. I'm Hev Hansen. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting.
5: I'm Ann Clapp. And this is Atari of Gardener saying, keep them growing.
2: Now the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike. More- yeah. Ann and Rufus we're back on WPTf with the weekend gardener Mike Rayleigh here miss Clapp is beaching it kind of like William the air traffic controller is now so he he lives down there permanently still air trafficking a little bit he's, he's uh once these guys are so valuable they retire they're still needed here and there he They've moved down there. His wife's a pharmacist, and uh, but he's still doing some stuff at the Newbern Airport. If I'd had time, I wanted to ask him about the the uh, Florida air traffic controller and the gentleman, <laughs> the floor salesman, <laughs> who uh, who who flew that plane and landed it. The hardest—I mean, that landing and taking off is the hardest thing a pilot can do. And uh, their traffic controller was also an instructor. So um, I don't know if William. Uh, is how much he is involved in the actual flying of a plane. I wanted to ask him about how hard that was to do on both ends, cause I think. I'm glad I wasn't on that plane. Wow. Whew. I'd buy some flooring from him. I, he needs to come to work at at Bell's. Yes.
1: That's
2: What he what he needs to do. I used to He may have been was. trained by Fred at some point.
3: I uh. Not in I the was, plane, but the. When I was in public office, I was in the plane a lot of times, especially when I was running for governor. And I tried to sit in the, the beside the, the pilot enough to know that if possible, if I had to, I could possibly land one. And one time he, he sort of let me have a hold of the I don't think you call it the steering wheel, do you? Well nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the the mechanism. And I guided that little uh little thing down with a little help from him. But Oh, that would be terrifying! Terrifying. Yeah,
2: yeah you got you. You've got that. Uh, it's airspeed and and being able to 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 keep it. If you if you keep it level, you're okay. If you start going up or down, you gotta make sure you've got some some airspeed too. With that, or you you will uh, suddenly <laughs> suddenly take a nose dive. You'll lose that momentum. So uh, yeah, that's a, that's a really tricky. They're really smart people. Pilots are really smart people. They they have to be. Are you one? Absolutely not. <laughs> I could never be one in a million years. They've got to be. Re- they've got to. just like uh, meteorologists. They've got to be good at math. Yeah, and all at math. Of that's things. one of the biggest things. Yeah. So you just. Uh,
0: it's hands and feet too. People don't, don't realize, realize really. that planes have foot pedals.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Sure. Sure, they do. Uh, at any rate, uh
3: one time we were going to Larry Wagner, my longtime pilot, we were going to land at, uh, Raleigh-Durham airport and the wheels wouldn't come down. So we circled and circled and talked about them greasing the skids, as we might call it. And luckily enough, this guy is a, is so good. He said, he'd push the button and. And the indicator said the wheels are not down. Well, he said, let me try something. He reached into sort of a glove compartment thing, pulled out a little fuse, put it back in there, and the fuse light was out. aha uh-huh. Well, see, so so yeah. A- actually, we were getting our wheels down. But it was quite a scare because I had never landed without wheels.
2: The uh, <laughs> Mark Martin, the uh, race car driver, is is a long-time pilot, and he was flying a multi-engine plane and couldn't get his landing gear down. So he put it on autopilot and got down into this compartment below and, and ratcheted it down <laughs> manually. He cranked it down while, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> while it was on autopilot. So they, yeah. they, they're smart people. So uh, we'll, we'll talk to, Eric, to William about that next time he uh, joins us. We're at, um, we're at Bells Carpets and Floors Industrial Drive in Raleigh. And uh, it's 2828 Industrial Drive, right across the back of uh, Costco. Easy to find. And if you're renovating your house on the inside, uh, you, you've got to have some great flooring. And they've always sold the best flooring here. At, uh, it's always good quality. And uh, they have the names to prove it. And uh, Fred has, and his staff have the experience to uh, to help you, as we've been talking about this morning. Master Gardener. If you want to be a Master Gardener, you better hurry up if you are in Orange County or you want to escape to Orange County. Because I I guess you have people from other, who live in other counties who are part of your program. We
6: do. Um, uh, We've got a few. people that live on the uh the, the periphery uh, just right outside the county line um mm-hmm. ha- have applied and we've accepted them into the program um so you don't necessarily have to be uh, a orange county um resident however uh we have a, a an abundance of applications so that will be one of the criteria or or kind of a we'll put we'll wait list people i guess basically if uh, we've got too many that we can't, can't get into the program this time
2: right and uh, that's a good thing that you they have that have, much yes. interest
6: well you know that because of COVID people want to get out they want to dig in the dirt yeah. uh, they want to learn and that's exactly you know um, we're so happy that people are are being able to re- releasing some of the restrictions from COVID um, that we're able to meet in person this time so mm-hmm. it's, it's phenomenal
2: yeah okay and how many weeks
6: Um, It starts in September and it it will run I think it's 14 weeks. Uh, It runs through December uh, and then we'll have a blueberry pruning workshop um, in January uh, that's part of that and a graduation. So um, we're very excited about our program. It's going to be the best one ever. Um, Our master gardeners are absolutely phenomenal. Uh, and what I've what I've done this time is I've challenged them. I said, OK, you know, you guys have pretty much know the program. You know what the, the people really need to know. So I'm going to challenge you and just have you, the master gardeners, are actually running the program. I'm there as a backstop so that uh, nothing falls through the cracks. Um, I'm there for the administration of the program. Um, but they are they are doing phenomenal work and actually doing the program running the program teaching the program they're getting in speakers to, to actually do the teaching part uh, we've got a class project that uh, we've actually got four projects I think that we're working on um, that they will create a demonstration garden is one of those projects they'll design it uh, and implement it at some point um, but it's 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 going to be loads of fun
2: fantastic. Ms. Pam, what have you been working on in your landscape
1: lately? Oh, goodness. There's so many things going on. Uh, One thing I do want to mention to everybody is um, we have had a a deluge of rain this week. Um, Those of us in this listening area have uh, had more rain than we usually get in a month and just about a Durham week. Durham had four inches yesterday I, in some parts. I'm not surprised. I have not yeah. looked at my rain gauge, but Monday night when that uh, rotation was going over Durham, it was yes. coming through my area. There were a lot of trees down, including one on my road. But we have got just under four inches in my rain gauge just from that, that one event, and then we've had, of course, more on top of that. It um, is going to set up. With the heat coming in for uh, a lot of fungal diseases, um, we're going to probably start seeing some uh, spots on just about everything. and um, Brown
2: patch on fescue. Brown
1: patch on fescue. But, you know, a lot of things, your hydrangeas, you know, we're all so delighted because they're starting to come into bloom. And it, you, do not be surprised if you see some fungal diseases on those starting to emerge, too. Um, So right now most of what I'm doing is weeding. I'm still like Rufus. I'm putting in seed. I even planted some transplanted tomatoes that um, a friend had started for me uh, just this week. It is not too late. If you are a passionate gardener, do not think that you can't plant if you are a good plant mama or daddy you are going to take care of those babies through the summer you can keep putting things in i know ideally we tell people don't plant trees if you can hold off except for you know maybe during the winter months and into march and april but i if you're gonna i'm gonna tell you if you're gonna take care of it do it if you're passionate and you see something you really want even if you have to just keep it in a container for the summer so that you can manage the watering and fertilization and care of that plant and then plant it out in the fall once it establishes more roots. Don't be afraid to do that. Uh, Right now it's it's the most beautiful time in the garden. I call this the white time of year because as we're going into June, the white magnolias, the white gardenias, uh, many of the white hydrangeas. I've got Annabelle's and also the oak leaf, with which are um, native plants. Yes. These are these are stunning right now when you look out into the landscape and. Um,
2: gardenias are blooming gardenias, all over the place. Gardenias,
1: the fragrance from gardenias yeah. and from magnolias. You couldn't ask for a prettier time mm-hmm. in the in the landscape. So. Uh, go out and enjoy it. Go to the garden centers; they're teeming with plants right now. Lots of, lots of color, lots of interest. What are you doing in yours, Mart?
6: Well, actually, um, <laughs> I'm cutting grass.
2: <laughs> yeah, we have to do I'm cutting that. A lot of grass. <laughs> the warm season grasses are, are certainly uh, coming up nicely now, and it's a good time to, to put that warm season sod out.
6: that's that's true um also uh i'm doing uh, light pruning where needed um if i have to shape something or or something's crossing over uh but but i'm doing a little bit of that and a lot of weeding good gracious um trying to get that that if i didn't get the mulch down i got weeds i'm weeding (laughs) but uh, doing a lot of that um i unfortunately whenever uh I don't know if you guys remember the last time I was on the show. I talked about my my free free load of of wood chips. Uh, it brought in. Uh, I, I I'm actually paying for it now. <laughs> the the wood chips have brought in uh, a sedge. I've got a yellow sedge where where, and it's just uh, taken over. So <laughs> I'm having to pull Man. some sage out. But anyway, um, it is what it is. It was free, and now I'm paying. <laughs>
2: Sorry, just get you some sedge hammer. That's
6: right. Out <laughs> that's there. That's a good and, one. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: <laughs> and that uh, that will take certainly take care of it. Rufus, you got any uh, weeds to speak of out at your place, or things that you consider yeah, weeds?
3: Uh, yeah, a whole yardful that I <laughs> that turn green. Well, and, I do too, but and I mow them. Yeah. And, and the clover is doing so beautifully now, and I watch the bees in. And, and I've gotten to the point. I don't know whether. Pam and Bart will approve of this as as much as as I do. I don't prune my roses as back as far as I used to. I, I sort of let them go. Now, not totally. Uh, I just don't prune as much as I used to. I guess it's because I'm an older guy right now. But they seem to flourish. Like I said, don't don't let them. Well, the
2: roses are really looking good right now. It's they a... are.
6: They're beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, um, we were just talking earlier about uh, deadheading the roses. I mean, that's really all you really need to be doing if you're, you know. And the reason for that, it's the energy that uh, the the roses are, are are once they have bloomed, um, it creates a rose hip, right? And that's like a a, a, a a where seed a seed production. It's designed for seed production. And so by snapping those off, the energy then goes into creating more roses on the bush, on the shrub. Yeah. And so that's really why you're deadheading it. Um, but, uh, yeah, you don't really need to do a lot of pruning um, unless you're wanting long stem roses. And then, of course, you cut long stems and, uh, you know, put them in vases, vases, you know, <laughs> do a little bit of flower arranging. But um, I had the opportunity this week to go to a, to a farm and... Um, they did. They were a pick your own cut flowers. Oh, and, I haven't
2: run into one of those. Oh, How it's about fabulous. That. Uh, that? That could uh, be yeah. fun.
6: Yeah. Um, a firefly uh, farm out in um, Hillsborough or Hillsborough, Rougemont area. Ah. Oh. Um, just go up and um, that's pretty country it, up in it there it is it's yeah. gorgeous and uh cindy stubbs is is one of our master gardeners and she just she's rufus we a,
2: may have passed by there one time when we got lost up in uh you probably oh, we, we did up have, in person right? in orange county we it's, kept driving across uh county lines <laughs>
6: <laughs> it's on hunt road so if, if you were out on hunt road you probably passed it a couple times
2: well if we'd gone hunt road we would have gotten out and saluted <laughs> 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 governor hunt <laughs> Uh, at any rate. But
6: uh, anyway, learn how, you know, there's so many different things that uh, to put in, you know, a, a, a vase for a, a flower arrangement and things you wouldn't think about.
3: Well, Firefly Farm. Say that real fast. Firefly fire, Farm.
6: Firefly Farm. Fire, fire, fly. <laughs> 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 Peter Pepper. But yeah. uh, putting in, for example, uh, rye, a piece of rye for greenery. I mean, yeah. you know, who would have thought of that? I know. You know, wheat. You know, yeah, millet absolutely Um, you know any kind of anything that you've got in your yard you know that looks could be weeds and people won't know but it 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 adds some interest to your flower arrangements well that's
1: the the most precious uh, flowers that we used to pick for our mothers and grandmothers were just roadside weeds and we'd gather them up and make a little bouquet and take them in, and it was it was the gift of a child because it's it was all, so much appreciated, yes, wasn't it? Yes, yes.
2: All right. Well, let's uh, talk to Tom and Creedmore. Tom, good morning.
4: Good, good morning. I, I have huh? two questions. Um, I used to have a terrible time with Japanese beetles and and put out milky spore, and that and after a couple of years that did them in, but unfortunately they've been replaced by June bugs. So I have. Huh. Tremendous I don't see many flies. June bugs June anymore. Bugs. Yeah. You know they Used to see them a lot when I was a kid. Insects and and fly around and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And curious as to what I can do to get rid of the June bugs. They, you know they have the same lifestyle. They start as a they, grub. Yeah. They, well, they start as That's grub a real good In the ground and they make a terrible mess of the yard. And and then they come out and and fly around and bonk you in the face. And curious as to what I can apply, I, I'd prefer not to use uh, chemicals. I'd rather use something natural, like I did with the milky spore. But not sure there's anything.
6: How long ago was it that you applied the milky spore?
4: Oh, it's been probably ten years since I put out the milky yeah, spore. Yeah, so you. Okay. Didn't
6: I would recommend that you go and reapply it again. Okay, because yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, that the same. You know it's it's very insect specific, but uh, the Milky Spore for the Japanese beetles should also uh, take care of the, the June bugs.
1: Yeah, the grubs.
4: Okay, well I, I will try that then because I'd, I'd really rather use that than some of the chemicals. Yeah,
2: I mean there are granular yes. so the and, and and, I have and is sure.
4: I have a Bees. terrible time getting my beets to germinate and come up. I plant them early and they don't do anything, and I plant them late and they don't do anything. And just curious if there's anything I can do to get some beets to grow.
6: How, how deep are you planting them?
4: How deep am I planting them? Uh-huh. Uh, pr- probably about, uh, I don't know, half inch maybe.
6: Too deep. That's too deep. <laughs> That's deep. Too deep. You, they need to be on the surface and you can pr- you pretty much take a rake and just push them down t- so it's got soil contact. That You don't want to have them deep at all. I mean, half an inch is way too deep. It's okay. it's not even a quarter inch is probably too deep.
1: Yeah, they're small they're small seeds, and um, when they grow, you're going to see that top um, out of the soil anyway. And um, so, yeah, I agree. It, it's just it's just too deep. Just try try putting them even in cell packs if you don't want to do it into the ground, and just barely. Put a few grains of soil over the top of them, let them grow out, and then transplant them if you have to. You can transplant beets pretty oh, easily. Absolutely, yeah, yeah.
4: Well, I've, I've never had the problem having to transplant beets because they came up too thick. <laughs> All right, I will. I will try planting them extremely shallow, and hopefully that would work.
6: Just good soil, sul- well, soil sul- pressure. Yeah. All
4: right,
3: Tom, I'll did you happy. ever do like I did have with
1: blessed.
4: the
3: with Japanese beetles and? Attract uh, to get one of those those attractions uh, and attract everybody, every Japanese beetle in the country at your place.
4: <laughs> I, I tell you, they they were everywhere. But I had the Japanese beetle traps out, and I'd have to change them every day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's uh, hey, a jolly here. Let's go to Tom's house.
4: <laughs> Tom, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye bye.
6: Hey, hey, Rufus, that that's funny. You talk about that because. Because when I was a boy, my grandmother had those traps all over her farm, and, <laughs> and they were the, my my granddad. That was his job in the morning to go and dump the. She Japanese, raised Japanese she beetles. He <laughs> did. It was, it was incredible. And and so so uh, you know, if I were to make a make a recommendation to anybody about Japanese beetle traps, is to get them and put them in your neighbor's yard.
2: There you go. That's right. <laughs>
6: Don't Find put the orneriest
2: neighbor you That's got what, and just <laughs> decorate decorate their yard with them. All right. Uh, we're at Bill's Carpets and Floors Industrial Drive in Raleigh. More coming up on the Weekend Gardener.
6: Let's get back
2: to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're at uh, Bell's Carpets and Floors Industrial Drive in Raleigh. And uh, Mark Bumgardner is with us, uh, Extension Agent in Orange County. And uh, Pam Beck is here, too. And we're delighted. Is this the first time you all have worked? together been on the show together yeah it's How about our, it that? is and and what a great time
1: it's yeah. been so much fun getting to know you and um, yeah. you know hearing all about your master gardeners in orange county you. and my daughter resides in gardens in orange county so i've been Telling him about all all the gardening she's doing over there. Well, right You also have to tell your daughter to
6: if she needs any of our services, uh, soil sampling. We we there bring the the samples uh, here to Raleigh. I live it's in Raleigh. So important. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. And so just drop them off in our office, and we'll get those soil samples here to the, to Raleigh to the lab. Great,
1: thank you. Well, it's
3: sort, of, it's sort of intimidating to have two geniuses surrounding you here,
2: <laughs> plus a lieutenant colonel, a veteran is with us and on this Memorial Day weekend and we salute you sir
3: oh well we got a great listener named Horace Hodges who is an old gardener boy you know him morning Horace yes, very well. yeah he's a fine gentleman and he's uh, a listener to the weekend gardener I've known Horace for years he used to work for Commissioner Gray uh, Commissioner Ingram and he he uh, he loves uh, mountain flowers too hmm.
2: You know, this is this is like uh, Osley and Jackson with the old Wolfpack Network. They would they would uh, recognize people. They you know they'd uh, during little breaks they they'd recognize people who might be listening or or friends or uh, somebody that might be in the hospital or this and that. I love I love that. I, I appreciate you bringing up these these people. And of
3: course, there's the whip. We uh, had a little text from him this morning. Said tell her about a hello, and he's. Says, when's it gonna stop storming? I says, well, when the heavens quit. And well, it's not storming, is it? Still storming in in, in well, Alamance it, County? It seems to storm there all the time. Of course, with the whip around, there's gonna be a storm. That's right. I mean, up. he 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 whips it up. All right, let's let's go let's go do the uh, the uh, Cliff Johner Edward Jones saying of the day here. Before we forget it, it needs to be said and heard. It's okay to be who you are. Doggone right. How about that? That's right. Yeah.
2: What did I say? Who said that? Uh, Horace huh? Hodges. No. <laughs> Horace. <laughs> Horace Hodges from Garner. Made Rufus that said it. Rufus
3: said it. Hey, Haley Steinfield.
2: Boy, I'll tell you, they just really dig into all of these big names, don't they? They, they, they certainly do. Know. i got to talk to Cliff about that. Lewis is in Rocky Mount. Do you know Cliff Joyner, Lewis?
5: Good morning. Good morning.
2: Yeah, do you, do you know Cliff Joiner Lewis?
5: <laughs> That's a real Rocky Mountain name. Uh, my preacher is David Joiner over at First Methodist, but uh, there's lots of joiners <laughs> around here.
2: I grew up with Cliff in in Nashville, so
5: I you know, he's uh, a yeah, good up guy. Well, yesterday.
2: Yeah, oh good for you. Pretty town, isn't it?
5: What a beautiful little town that is. I love Nashville. Um my dad preached there in the early late 50s, early 60s at Nashville Methodist Church and. I remember Rayleigh. Wasn't that a dealership, a car dealership?
2: Yeah, that was my father. That yeah, was my father. There. Yeah, I grew up you there. So wh- your
5: fifty-nine uh, station wagon from from that firm.
2: So it so 59, Lewis, 59. What, what's your last name? I hate I hate wow. to ask you on the air. Your yeah, last man. name
5: Musser was my
2: daddy. Pre- oh, I remember. I remember Reverend Musser. I and I remember you. Yeah. yeah Boy, that world world world. was a long time ago. That was elementary school.
5: <laughs> yeah, and you know, the beautiful thing is Nashville hasn't really changed that, that much. And it's still no. a gorgeous little town, and I just love it. But the
2: Good I'm gracious. Calling, yeah, though, call.
5: You guys veered off of gardening a little while back and talked about aviation, and uh, I'm getting ready to fly out to Nevada on Memorial Day to work on a documentary film. I'll be narrating the movie about the P-51 Mustang, the vaunted uh, warplane of World War II. And it essentially won the war over German skies, eliminated the Luftwaffe, and was a major player in the Pacific as well. And it's being shot out in Nevada because we're focusing on a P-51 Mustang called Miss America, which is a beautiful red, white, and blue plane, screaming a plane that, you know, races at Reno every September and the the film essentially is about the P-51's history and then we'll focus on the actual Miss America which is a beautiful red white and blue P-51 that still races to this day so yeah the the director is the Wilmington filmmaker Joseph Simpkins and uh, he's tapped me to narrate it and I've known more about aviation now than I ever thought I could ever know I've already talked to the uh, cadets out at Seymour Johnson about the project the Civil Air Patrol uh, captain there, Jordana Heath, invited me out already. So we're going to do the film. It should be released in November. So I, you really caught my ear when you were talking about aviation. I just had yeah. to call and uh, and talk about that
2: briefly. Well, William uh, William is a retired air traffic controller. He was at Raleigh Durham for for many years, uh-huh. and he he's retired to the coast. He's in in Beaufort, but he's still. He still goes over to Newburn to help them out sometimes with uh, their terrific. traffic. So. Well, I'm
5: flying out of ILM so I can avoid uh, RDU. <laughs> so, <laughs>
2: yeah, it's pretty busy right now. No, Lewis, time. what do you what do you do for a living now? What what, what well, do you I, do for a living? I'm
5: still doing the entertainment projects. I did a play in Rocky Mount um, over the Christmas season, a stage play, and and now I'm narrating uh, this documentary. So I just go from one creative project to another. Uh, and I've been doing uh, you know the acting ever since I spent 16 years in New York and studied with Stella Adler and uh, got a pretty hefty resume did a scene with Andy Griffith and Matt Locke got Andy's autograph so that was my career. Oh
2: wow <laughs> fantastic gosh I am so glad you called Lewis. I mean that's uh, and to think of your dad your dad was so nice he was well, such well, a Lewis, nice man. I want man. to tell you that
3: my Lewis, my wife's father Robert Harris flew one of those sweet babies and one time on his birthday, some somebody came down to the airport in Smithfield and brought one of those babies and let him get oh, back up Lord. in it. And what a thrill it was to him, Dr. Robert Harris.
5: No doubt. You know, Chuck Yeager flew a P-51, as did the vaunted Tuskegee Airmen. They were flyers of Mustangs as well. So it it's probably the most winningest, most famous plane. Some people say it's the plane that won World War Two. It yep. You know, it's... It, It guided the bombers all the way to their destination, which couldn't be done prior to their escorting, all the way to Berlin, helped end the war that way. So, anyway, don't get me started on the P-51. I love that plane. Anyway, thanks for for bringing up aviation today. I'm flying out on Memorial Day. I'm flying back on D-Day, so it's very fitting. And I have a happy Memorial Day, guys. All y'all. Stay
2: in touch, Lewis. So nice to talk to you, my friend. Good yeah. gracious. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. How about that? That's
3: amazing remember the father.
2: His daddy was uh it w- was uh, Reverend Musser, a, a Methodist uh, Methodist minister and he he uh, the, I guess Musser and Jackson were two of my childhood uh, and two most important in my childhood uh, ministers there mm-hmm. at that little church in Nashville and so uh, wow, that's a great memory. This show, you know, far and wide. <laughs> you just never know who's listening. 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. Squirrels can be a big nuisance in your garden. They eat uh, flower buds. They dig up plants. They chew on decks and outdoor furniture. They can be really annoying. Put a stop to a squirrel damage with I Must Garden Squirrel Repellent. I Must Garden Squirrel Repellent is a safe and effective way to keep squirrels from digging and chewing. It contains botanical oils and natural ingredients that squirrels don't like. Available in liquid and granular, Imus Garden squirrel repellent is effective and easy to use and it works without the use of harmful toxins or chemicals. You can spray Imus Garden squirrel repellent directly on buds and flowers or sprinkle the Imus Garden repellent directly in the soil of your flower pots to prevent digging. And if you want to prevent squirrels from chewing on trees, spray your trees as soon as they leaf out in the spring. And IMOS Garden repellents are sold all over the Triangle look for I must garden squirrel repellent at your favorite garden center or hardware store such as town and country hardware stores in tr- in the triangle area and also Piedmont feed and supply in Chapel Hill. Be sure to check out all the other I Must Garden natural repellents: deer, rabbits, moles, voles, snakes, dogs, cats, and more. Protect your garden today with safe and humane repellents from iMus Garden. For tips and more on getting rid of pests in your garden, visit iMustGarden.com. We're going to talk to Fred Gaines in just a moment. You know, every time you buy a a bag of black cow you're you're helping the environment why you say well black cow's process helps to repurpose manure just like we were telling the telling the gentleman about about horse yeah, manure you talking
3: about the company or the or the animal the process
2: well uh no no the company the company <laughs> they have their process black cow has theirs <laughs> and you got yours so Where was I? You know, (laughs) it's, uh, hey, it's environmentally friendly and beneficial to your garden and lawn. So, either process. Black cow contains up to 10 times more nutrients and microbes than uh, garden soils, for instance, and it helps retain moisture too. Your lawn, your flower beds, and vegetable gardens will be off to a great start with black cow. Everything grows better with sun water and black cow for more details check out the website or blackcow.com would you like to add anything mr secretary to that no you've covered that very well <laughs> i've spread it well okay <laughs> now to fred we want to keep such things off the carpeting and well, flooring I, I,
0: I, was, I was just thinking we have we, See, we have the ideal carpet to resist <laughs> the black cow,
2: <laughs> but, uh, you don't have that on the, on the advertising. No. I guess not. But yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: that has the star beside
4: it, if you but, <laughs> in uh, a fine print.
0: No, but actually, uh, one of our our best carpet, a group of carpets, with the Mohawk Smart Strand fiber. The great feature of that is it's nanotechnology, which blocks moisture so once you block moisture you can't stain it and this is okay. the ideal carpet for people that have kids or pets or a black cow running around the, the <laughs> Yeah, house. I mean if you just happen to have
2: a an black cow you...
0: <laughs> but uh... so we really try to deal with these everyday problems of making sure that the carpets going to be kept clean and look as good uh, you know, you, down the road as when it was first put in
2: that's a great way to mesh something into it, a segue into a spot.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, You're very good. You've been doing this a long time, both the carpeting and the broadcasting, Fred.
0: But, but, you know, with our uh, memorial weekend sale, again we want to emphasize it is store-wide. We haven't talked about some of the things uh, a little bit uh, like people that may have one room or a small area they want to do is come and check out our remnants we've got a lot of great values in the remnants which are basically the same quality carpet we have here it's just it might be an end of a roll or something uh, that was left from a job uh, <clears throat> and uh, this is a good opportunity for people to find that uh, area that uh, is, and the remnants are going to save them a lot of money uh, but also uh, everything in the store is on sale so we talked about carpet. We've talked about luxury vinyl, uh, laminate floors, the engineered hardwoods. All these are going to be on sale at our best uh, prices uh, during this weekend sale. And sometimes people ask, well, what happens if I can't get here? I might be hearing you from down at the beach. That's right. Well, those sale prices are going to be good through through next week because we have to have time when people come in to measure and follow up with our manufacturers. So if you... Uh, happen to hear us and want to know? Yeah, come in. And also, we'll be open Monday, Memorial Day, so it'll, it'll be a great time to come in and take advantage of these great values.
2: Yeah, uh, and as you mentioned, every pretty much everything is, uh, everything. is on sale. Uh, yeah, uh, and these are not low quality products that are on sale. They're high quality products. Right. Yeah, they're, they're, they're
0: the best. Yeah, we. Uh, we try to have values to meet everybody's budget, and uh, you still offer a good quality, uh, a good value, and, and a good selection.
2: And you have wonderful installers who have been with you for a long time yeah. and, and receive uh, training throughout their career.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've got some new technology, uh, which is we're really excited about, uh, and it's going to change... way uh, I don't know how far the industry will go with this technology it is right now proprietary to Mohawk uh, but I don't know if they're gonna uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they use this technology in in newer products as as they come available because it really is uh, gonna be a, a, a a new way of installing carpet uh... and it's gonna actually be easier on the installer and better for the consumer
2: wonderful and uh... the the technology is changing all the time for for carpeting right. products for all kinds of flooring products yeah. Get, yeah. they're making it better and better
0: yeah exactly our our industry is technology driven they look for an opportunity and create and of course a lot of the creativity has come from these nc state or Clemson, or, That's right, or good, you know, textile schools. Textile schools. Uh, so it's uh, it's uh, uh, interesting part. One th- one thing I've enjoyed being part of this industry is it's constantly changing. It's it's you know uh, next year is going to you know have more things on the horizon, and I know they're going to be better and offer better value uh, for the consumer.
3: Fred, you're you're open this afternoon too. Oh yeah, we'll be open till
0: five o'clock. Yeah, is yeah. a good
3: crowd in here this morning? And yeah, of just people looking, and and your your salespeople are busy,
2: and y'all spend and, all the time they need with with customers. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. We get, them, get them all Do, you, do you
6: ever have anybody um, purchase a carpet, say, and and decide to install it themselves, or, um, or wood flooring or anything like that, and just buy the product itself?
0: Oh yeah. We're not- not so much carpet, but the wood floors, the luxury, von- the floating floors, a lot of people do it themselves. If, if you're reasonably, uh, you know, handy uh, and it takes just a minimal amount of tools uh, to uh, install, you know, do it yourself. Wood is a little uh, trickier, but any of the floating floors are uh, quite a few people do it themselves. Right. Okay.
6: I, I had an opportunity to do a, a floating floor um, in in Europe. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. We had a small a hallway that we needed to to put a floor in, and it was concrete, so we laid it with the laminate. Uh, right. Put a it, laminate it was in.
0: actually Europe that started. Yeah. Right. Uh, you didn't was, have one of your men doing that. <laughs> this was this a was KP one of our or something.
6: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I was one personal. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> well that wouldn't I. work. No. <laughs> <laughs> you get in trouble. That's right. Well Fred uh, it's always an honor well, to well, thank you. to come join it. you. We love we love coming here and a uh, long tradition.
0: Yeah. Well, for... And so thanks for everything and look forward to seeing you again. Well,
2: 2828 Industrial Drive right behind Costco thank for you. Bell's Carpets and Floors. And uh, let's see here. We need to take a quick break and we'll be back uh, with a few minutes on the weekend gardener it's 10:52. listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF, the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here, along with uh, Brother Rufus and Pam Beck and Bart Bumgardener. Frank is with us. Frank, uh, we're quickly running out of time. How can we help you?
4: I've got a uh, crepe myrtle that I think has scale on it. It's little white, small spots about the size of half your fingernail. They're
6: kind of oval, oval shape. You think that's what that is? I don't know. I, 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 here's what I would recommend. This is Mar- Mart. Uh, what I'd recommend you do is uh, take a picture of it and uh, okay. text it to to you or, or email it to me. I'll be glad to take a look at it, um, uh, and that that way I can make a better assessment. But. <laughs> Trying to figure out if it's scaled by uh, a description is kind of difficult. You could, could take a, a knife or a razor blade and then then uh, cut into it and see if there is a, like a fleshy you know, kind of peel back and see if there's like a fleshy uh, insect in it or not. Um, okay. Uh, or, okay. Yeah, or take your fingernail and just, just mash it and see if uh, liquid comes out of it. And if it does, it probably, it could be scale. Um, okay. Okay. But that's what I'd recommend, and then um, once you do that, uh, uh, and and once it's confirmed at a scale, then we can make a recommendation on how to treat it.
4: Is that you normally recommend spraying it with uh, dish uh, dishwashing detergent and water? Uh,
6: that that r- won't really help it because uh, okay. scale is usually waxy, um, and you can't penetrate into it. Uh, okay. You know, okay, even even insecticides are really difficult to get into it unless you use a, a systemic. Insecticide.
4: Yeah. Okay. All right. Great. Then one more question, quickly. I've either got uh, moles or voles in a small space in my yard. What do y'all recommend to get rid of those? That it's not. Well, possible? if it's but
2: moles, yeah. they, they're the ones that usually uh, make the tunnels that uh, you'll see the the top of in your your yard. the The voles are little mice that eat roots of plants, and you'll lose plants. But if it's just making Your lawn area look rough. Then uh, there's not a lot of things you can do. I mean, you can trap them. Uh, You can you can find uh, where they go in and out. It's usually just a family of them. They're fairly territorial. Martini and uh, I garden has uh, some stuff that uh, can certainly help uh, with it.
6: Uh, You know. Uh, it's funny you you say that they're, they're usually after uh, grubs or, or worms if it's a if it's a mole because right. they're meat eaters. Um, and so uh, a lot of you'll hear a lot of times that if you get rid of the grubs, then you'll get rid of the moles. Right, they'll then, go somewhere else. Yeah, well, that's not really true because right. they eat worms, and the the grub X or you know the products that they're using to, to kill those grubs um, are not killing the worms. So so uh, but they do like uh, or, a lot of organic matter, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of a good sign to see them. Um, they they do provide a service by aerating your soil, but uh, again,
2: cats uh, will will take care of them too. Too.
6: I've got a dog that's, that's Dogs. digging. Yeah. <laughs> like
2: crazy. So uh, if you've got uh, either one of those, they'll help.
4: Mike, let okay. me make one before
3: we leave here on the show. The most glorious thing today, this lady just came in and brought me a lost Boxing Hall of Fame ring. And she says that her daughter found it. In the parking lot of a Dollar Tree,
2: and you buy some glasses, and they still have the orange dot on them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you use some brand new glasses too. Is that and wonderful?
3: And I'm so thankful. I mean, here's what the show does. Again.
2: I know. I've been thank I've been, you.
3: Been longing from all of us, longing for this boxing Frank, ring.
2: Frank, thank you so much. I'm I'm sorry um, about those, That's but right, but yeah. try what Martin. We've got to go, unfortunately. And Great. Carol, you so much. Enjoy Carol, do what the HOA says to do, uh, and put the the warm season grass in. We'll be
1: back
6: next week.